This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we have a listener on the line, Kara from Jackson, New Jersey. She has a question. Kara, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I hear you have a question. You're hosting a little shindig, aren't you? We are, yes. My sister and I are hosting a um, a wine tasting and like a food pairing party for my parents. Okay. And about 30 of their friends. Um, so one of the wines that we picked is... Um, it's a harvest sangria um, okay. from a local winery, um, and it says it's basically a blush wine with um, it's infused with apple and citrus fruit. Oh, nice! So we're yeah, it's really good. Um, so we're trying to find a food that would be good to pair with it, um, but we were hoping to stay away from a dessert because um, we have several dessert wines already. Okay. So we wanted to see if maybe there was an appetizer that would be good to pair with it, or. Yeah. To go. Okay, great. Well, so you, you've got a blush that has some sweetness to it and some fruit elements. So you, I mean, yeah. certainly it, it's uh, a lighter wine. It's going to go with a lot of appetizers. Think things like Asian food, maybe. So okay. dumplings or egg rolls, especially if they have a little bit of a kick, because that sweet is going to be a great contrast for anything spicy. Uh, it can, okay. Oh, I like the dumplings. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or anything with barbecue sauce. I don't know if you're a barbecue fan, but um, barbecue can also be a nice pairing. Maybe like, you know, pulled pork sliders could be really fun with that. And then okay. if you, I don't know, it's starting to chill off, but grilled fish, if you're a seafood fan or grilled shrimp could be really fun with that. Okay. All right. Those and are then, all perfect. Everything, yeah, perfect. And then the other thing, just to keep in mind, too, is that that can be a, a nice pairing for Mexican food. And so um, there's probably some things you could do with, uh, you know, with, with Mexican there, mini burritos or fajitas, um, you know, a little bit heavier. But maybe that, that can be for your next party. Okay. <laughs> they all sound like, uh, yeah, no, great. Some great choices. So oh, thank you. wonderful. Well, great. Well, have a great party with your sister and your family. And if you have a thank question, <laughs> thanks. If you have a question, email me at radio at thewinecoach.com and you just might be on the show. Thanks, Kara. Thank you. I hope I get to meet you soon. <laughs> thanks so much. Okay. Bye. On the line, we have Deanna from Banger, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, Deanna. Thank you. I hear you have a wine question for me. Lay it on me. All right. Here it is. Um, I've always wondered what's a good, reasonably priced, kind of like an everyday Chardonnay. Um, I personally prefer something with maybe a slight oak taste and a little bit on the drier side. Okay. All right. Great. Well, um, one of the things I was actually going to talk to you about was un-oaked Chardonnay, but are you open to that or not open to that? Well, I am because I also have a lot of friends and they don't all prefer the oak taste. Um, you know, okay. I like a slight oak, but okay. uh, I would be interested in both. Okay, I'll, g- I'll give you one of each. How's that sound? That sounds great. Now, I know in Pennsylvania you have to, or, you know, you have to get your wines from the state store. So I know these are available in Pennsylvania, but also very available in other parts of the world. So for the one with a little bit of your, your warm oak, um, probably gives you that uh, happy feeling inside. We have the Cambria Catherine's Vineyard from California. 
And that is okay. available um, there in Pennsylvania. It's uh, retailing for eleven ninety nine because I find most people are looking for under fifteen in that affordable range. And Definitely. that's just a really well made, very elegant, giving you a little bit of that oak. But on the other hand, if you want to have a bottle on hand for your friends that maybe don't enjoy that sort of toasty smokiness that comes from the oak aging, I have another California Chardonnay called Four Vines and also available in your state. It retails for ten ninety nine. And that is an unoaked, or they call it naked Chardonnay. <laughs> so that could ignite a little conversation at a party, too, I'm sure. But you're going to get a lot more of the fresh fruit, a little bit more of the acidity, and that could be a really great crowd pleaser for a party. Whereas the Cambria with the oak is going to be really great with grilled fish, with some uh, creamy sauces and pasta. The four vines unoaked Chardonnay, and that with more of that acidity, you can you can put with things with a little bit more salt or acid. So you know if you had a fish with like a salty capers kind of sauce, would be okay. really great with that, um, and some other you know appetizers. Or if you want, we've been talking about doing blind tasting parties. You could cover up both those bottles, have everybody taste both of them, not knowing which one is which, oh. and then see what they like. And then because a lot of people think they don't like certain things, but it's just kind of like, you know, a rule they made up and they might (laughs) taste your Cambria and be like, I love that. So (laughs) those are like that a lot. Yeah, those would be my two picks. And I I hope you get to get out and grab a bottle of each and taste them and enjoy them uh, and uh, just get a little relaxation. Oh, great, Lori. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Deanna. If you have a question, you can email me at radio at com, and you just might be on the show.